Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hey everyone, I'm glad you're back for another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about finding your voice and owning your power through social media. I'm all set up in my room. I got my coffee. It's very early in the morning. I set my alarm for 5.45 this morning, so I got a little bit extra early. I was like, y'all, I need to get this done. Let's go. Let's do this. And I did. I completed my my episode here at like 7.15 in the morning, so I just got to edit it throughout the day. Anyways, I noticed that I did not plug my microphone into my laptop, so if the sound is a little bit off or sounds a little bit funky, it's just because that happened. I realized that it was not plugged in once I ended the episode, so I'm, I'm just shaking my head right now. Anyways, sit back, relax, grab your Pepsi, grab your choice of beverage, and let's carry on. Alright, let's get this rolling. Let's start off with the segment, my main question that I always ask. How are you healing today? And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to help with your mental health? For me, I'm healing today by adjusting to a new routine. As I mentioned before, I am a participant of CBC Indigenous Voices, so I basically work full-time Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I've been working to get up earlier to get stuff done. I do have goals for my morning routine, and that is to start up my TikTok lives again. So back in, when was it? December to, December 2021 to to March, I think it was around like March 2022, I did lives every single morning at 7.20 in the morning and I was consistent on there. I had question of the day and it was always good discussions with the early birds. You know, I called them early risers because everyone, everyone was up early there, especially different time zones. Anyways, how I'm healing as well is committing to a day of productivity. So this past Sunday, I committed on Sunday to work all day. I did so much actually. I recorded videos. I edited them so they were completed and finished and ready to get posted. I started a presentation and I completed that presentation because I have a speaking gig coming up here uh, tomorrow actually on posting day. (laughs) So When this gets posted up in the evening, I'll be doing a speaking gig. Um, It's to a youth wellness group. It's pretty cool. I got invited again. This is my second time speaking with them. And the topic is going to be finding your voice using social media. So everything just like lined up well with this week, especially when it comes to planning and a speaking gig. So can they, they all fit into, they all fit pretty good. So that's good on my part. Oh, I also wrote a script outline. So part of the program, we have homework and we have to write a script, a short one. I never realized how much detail has to go into a script. I had to download a software here 
called Final Draft. Never knew about it. This is my first time writing a script, actually. There's so much detail that has to go in. I finished one page, and I'm like, damn, that's just like short conversation with lots of detail on this paper. You know, it's just part of the program. I'm hoping I'll do okay in it as it's my first time doing it. Anyways, let's let's carry on. Let me move on to talking about my journey now as a creator. I want to share some of my background first to get a better understanding of me and my story. So about me, I'm going to keep it brief. I'm going to keep it short. I know lots of people know this story. If you're just here, first time listening from my podcast, let me give you a brief introduction of who I am and, you know, to get a better understanding of what I'm going to be sharing. My name is Keisha. It's spelled with one E. I always get called Kesha, but I'm used to correcting people. My name is Keisha. Hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm a Plains Cree digital creator, podcaster, and entrepreneur from Treaty 6 territory, which can like First Nation and reside in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I am a survivor of sexual abuse and live an alcohol-free lifestyle. I have a Bachelor's of Education and three years of Indigenous social work under my belt. Currently, I'm taking a program called CBC Indigenous Voices. I'm a part-time peer mentor, and I run all my social medias along with my podcast where I post weekly. Have you ever heard of that saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future? Yeah, no? Anyways, I'm going to share a quick story of how I started social media. It was the summer of 2020. Act Up season was in full effect. I was at a toxic work environment and surrounded myself with toxic friends and influence. My friends always went out and drank and I was part of it. That was my lifestyle. The way my ex-friends were, they always wanted to stay in the party scene. We never really traveled, talked about goals, or really spent time sober together. Plans always involved alcohol. At the end of August, I started a challenge called 75 Hard. That's when I stopped drinking. So part of that challenge, I think I mentioned before and how I was on it earlier, you do five habits every day for 75 days. So those habits were drink four liters of water, follow a diet. I'm an intuitive eater, so I just didn't like uh, eat junk food. Read 10 pages a day. Take a progress picture every day and work out two times a day for 45 minutes and one has to be outdoors. Part of that challenge was to stop drinking alcohol or to stop consuming alcohol and that's what I did. So during that time, my ex-friends started to distance themselves from me where I never got an invite or anyone checked up on me. So that's when they were dis- started to distance themselves from me. And that's where I started to distance myself from them too. Since I like stopped drinking, I had to take myself out of that environment and be okay with not drinking because that's what I always did, right? And that's how I coped. So I had to remove myself from that environment and those friends as well. But they also distanced themselves. So I guess we were just all distancing from each other or from me to them (laughs) because they're all still friends still. So one random day at work, 
I decided not to participate in the evening gossip with my coworkers, and I decided to go and hide. Usually where the gossip happens, it's on the main floor, like where all the tables and chairs are. Everyone goes and sits there, and they just talk shit about everyone, everything, work. And it was a, it's like a three-story house that I worked in. So I went upstairs, went to go hide, and it was just all dark up there, then that's where like the kids sleep. But it was just dark up there, just, you know, lights off. So I went to go hide upstairs, and another coworker was sitting up there, just chilling in the dark, you know, doing some work on her laptop. And she was also hiding from the other staff, because she didn't want to participate in that gossip. Then that's how we kind of like started to talk, was through me not wanting to be down there and wanting to just like stay away from others. So we started to talk. And from that talk, I noticed that we had similarities. <laughs> like some similarities were talking about business. We do, we talked, like we were so interested in talking about that and not participating in gossip. That was another topic. I'm like, damn, you're another one that doesn't want to participate in. Usually it's everyone that always wants to participate in the gossip and know what's going on. But this is a, this is a rare one, a rare coworker. <laughs> For me, usually just straight toxicness. So she told me that she had she owned a business and had a following on social media. So I was very interested. I'm like, wow, tell me more, tell me more. So time went on. I started to hang out with her more and got encouraged to start my own brand from her. I remember it was like in we were outside with our kids. If anyone doesn't know, I am a for- former childcare worker. So I work with children in care and we were at a park that one day and she was just like, I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, I want to start my social media. I want to start building it and I want to get into it. And she was just encouraging me to do it. She's like, just do it. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Just do it. I was like, okay, all right, I'll do it. But yeah, she was always interested in talking about goals, business things and growing as an individual. And for me, I was, me not realizing that was the beginning of my healing journey. Well, what's the point of this story that I shared with you all? Y'all, my old friends had no intentions of bettering themselves. They had that drinking lifestyle and still to this day, they're, they're still at that drinking lifestyle. No goals and plans were made or even talked about. We rarely ever supported each other. Jealousy was always in the way. Or I never felt like support before from my friends, from my ex-friends. Never ever. And it's, that was our normal. I got influenced to stay in the same cycle. To keep drinking every single weekend. And only work to drink. I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. It was such a repetitive cycle. I remember being... It was the year of 2020, because that's when I started the 75 Heart Challenge. It was the ending of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everything all happened at the end of 2020 of that year. It all, like, I started that challenge in August of 2020. I completed that challenge all the way to November of 2020. So within that time frame, I lost my friends. It was short, but... It was short, but... It was meant to be like that. Anyways, when I befriended my coworker, my life started to change for the better. We talked about business, 
mental health, goals, and growth. So just one day, I just said, fuck it, fuck it. And I started posting consistently on Instagram. Then a couple months later, I eventually made it to TikTok. I received support that I never got before, and it was weird. I got encouragement and all the things that are healthy in a friendship. I got that from her. I was actually growing as a person and with a friend. It was so unfamiliar to me, but I knew it was it, this would be a lifelong friendship. It, we're still like friends to this day, even though that she like, even though she lives in a, another province, we still connect. We still message each other. And, you know, I never got this kind of support before. I was always so amazed. Like, I told her. She actually, you know, seen my growth. It all started with me calling her a co-worker, then a business friend, then an actual friend. Because I'm traumatized from friendships, hey? Just the stuff I talk about, <clears throat> my friends being ex-friends for a reason. Anyways, everything was so unfamiliar to me. All that healthiness all that communication, that support, encouragement. I got none of that before. And this person, this one person, changed my life, changed how I see things, and helped me grow my social media platform. So when someone says, show me your friends, I'll show you your future, do you see that difference of my friends from before to my friend now? My old friends... I was not growing. I didn't like the repetitive cycle. I didn't like the toxicness that came with that lifestyle. But once I started to work on this healing journey, once I started working on me and doing stuff for me, my life changed for the better. My life changed in a few months. I grew a platform. I started meeting other people on social media. It's just amazing what social media can do. And that's part of the story of how I started social media. Now let me share about when I found my voice on social media. So now that we talked about my background, how I got into social media, I'm going to move on to how I found my how I found my voice in social media. I remember it being a cold, snowy day around December of 2020. So this is about a few months after I started social media, actually. Three months, three months since I started social media. I wanted to share a story through a video about the abuse I went through. That was my goal from before, and that was my goal to for December of 2020. I remember I've always wanted to share my story through a video, but I was always so scared. I was always nervous. I, I, I did the self-negative talk. Like, I did whatever I can just to not post it, to not share it. So with this video, I did not use my voice. I started off with writing captions over the video to tell it. I remember being so nervous about posting it. Hands were just sweaty. Heart was racing. I didn't know if I was going to get talked down on or really what to expect. But I, I did text my mom during that time to tell her that I was going to post it. Because before, like before that, 
prior to that, I sent her the video, like, to show it, to show her what I'm going to be posting. And then, anyways, so I texted her I was going to post it. And once I texted her, I gave myself a countdown. Three, two, one. Click post. Oh my gosh, I was so scared. I knew I wasn't going back. So I posted on my other socials. Then I threw my phone. <laughs> I was just so scared, you know? Like, you know how you, when you want to post something, but you're very scared? Or even to start that first live, you just get so scared and everything. Then once you press that click, there's no going back. Anyways, that's how I was feeling. I was so scared. I was so nervous. I did not know what to expect. But I shared my story, though. I finally shared my story that I've been wanting to share for how many years. I remember just doing one when I was a kid. And keep. I kept creating videos, like, as, as years went on. Then I finally posted it. I finally had that courage to post. And I just couldn't believe it because I actually did it. I actually went through with it. But I was proud of myself that day because I posted something I wanted to post for years. And I shared my story. That's when I knew I found my voice. I got out of my comfort zone and I shared my own story. I didn't know what to expect from people. But y'all want to know what I received? I received such supportive comments and lots of love from strangers all over the place saying that they don't feel alone, they're inspired, and that they're proud of me for sharing it. And I'm like, what? What? Y'all like what I said? Y'all are inspired from what I said? Anyways, that was just my self-talk. But with me posting that... I felt a huge relief come off my chest. I knew this is the journey I was meant to be on. And from then on, I kept creating. In January of 2021, that's when I started to post consistently on my social medias. I posted every single day. I created a safe space for other people with when it comes to my TikTok lives. I always had a question of the day. Or I made it a safe space for people just to vent, to let shit out. And I help people. People help me. Especially when, when it comes to growing. When it comes to my TikTok lives, y'all, I grew from there. I grew. <laughs> so, if you want to start a TikTok live or start live streaming in general, I suggest it. I recommend it. Just to start. Because it's going to help you speak more. Like, look at me now. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I had no intentions of doing it about a year ago. I knew I couldn't speak right. I knew words couldn't come out of me naturally and effortlessly. As I practice, as I kept doing stuff and putting action to my words, I was able to improve. And I was able to make a safe space for myself and other people. So with me being on social media for, I'm going to be hitting almost two years soon, I knew I wasn't meant for a nine-to-five job, aka just working for someone, when I couldn't even decide what I wanted a degree in. I went to university for a total of seven years. I couldn't work and stay at a job where it was just repetitive, where it just stayed in one spot. I would lose interest right away. 
I would always question what I was supposed to be doing with my life. Once I got into social media, I knew that's where I was meant to be. You're constantly learning, growing, networking, and reaching out to resources on your own time. And once I got into the social media industry, I knew this is where I was meant to be. And once I found my voice, life changed for me. I started to talk more. I started to share more. I started to focus on my own healing. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast episode and move on to the Cree segment of the week. So the fo- so for the Cree word of the week, the Cree theme that was chosen for this week was commands. So command words. Um, before I get started, I want to let y'all know that I might be switching up my theme soon. I'm not too sure when. I'll probably have like a whole TikTok live stream about switching them, adding new words. I'm just not too sure. People are suggesting like inanimate objects or emotions. So we'll see if I can find like lots of words for that. If not, and if I'm struggling, we'll just move on to a different theme. Anyways, let's get started. So I'm going to shake it up. That's what you hear. And I'm going to open it. Okay, shake it up one more time. What Cree word are we going to learn today? Okay, I got one. So, today's Cree word of the week is... Ooh! Sigaho. Comb your hair. So, there's three ways on how to say Sigaho. So, Sigaho, comb your hair, is said to one person. Sigahok, comb your hair, is said to more than one person. Sigahotan, Sigahotan, let's comb our hair. It's also including yourself. So I'm referencing Jean Okamasis, that Plains Cree textbook, if y'all are wondering where I got this word from. And that's how you say comb your hair in three different ways in Cree. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for listening. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.